Hi, and welcome to Fat Mascara. This is Jen. And instead of Jess, I have a fun co-host, Miss Allison Roman. Hi. Hi. Allison and I have been <laughs> friends for a while. She also happens to be a cookbook author, a New York Times columnist. I didn't check your bio with you, but I no. probably should All have. All those things are correct, though. Yeah. So she's going to be my, exactly, my guest co-host. And then we're going to do a little interview about the intersection of food and beauty, which should be fun. Yes. Um, the other things we're doing, just so you guys know, at the top of the show, I'll do our beauty headlines like always. Um, Allison and I are going to play a game. I love games. Okay. It's I gave it a stupid title, The Gourmand on Gourmands. I, I feel like that's a very Jen title. Yeah. And I didn't know if that was a recurring rubric in the show. But it is I was, so not. I was like, that feels tailor-made. It is. She's going to sniff some perfumes and tell us what she thinks. And then we'll be answering a listener question. So let's get into it. Okay, it's time for the news. Um, full disclosure, I actually came back to the studio a few days after I recorded with Allison because there's a huge news update, the biggest beauty news of all. We have a baby. That's right. Jess Matlin and her husband, Jeff Janeski, welcomed their new baby girl on February 12th. Her name is Lake Motre Janeski, and she was born at 5.16 a.m. She weighs 7 pounds, 15 ounces. And I can tell you, she has a huge head full of gorgeous brunette hair, which explains all of the burping you've been hearing over the last couple months. And Jess and Jeff are doing well, and the baby's doing well. I think they're actually coming home today. So consider that the biggest beauty news headline of the year. There's a new little baby beauty editor in the world. Okay, now for some less exciting news. Uh, Suave, one of the biggest beauty brands in the world, is now officially cruelty-free. And yes, you're probably wondering, they do sell in China. But here's the thing. Um, last year, China passed nine new non-animal testing methods that were approved there. So you can technically sell in China now and not test on animals. However, we cannot be sure that all brands that sell in China don't test on animals because there are still some that are using uh, preferred testing methods over there that do include animals. But congrats to Suave on your cruelty-free claim. So in hair news, the Crown Act is getting some movement. Um, if you guys haven't heard, that's the Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair Movement. Um, made news actually at the Oscars because Matthew Cherry, the director of um, the best short animated film, Hair Love, talked about this movement and how he wants it to be a bigger thing here in the U.S. It's a movement to make sure that there is no discrimination in the workplace for those with natural and textured hair. So good news this week. Colorado actually brought up the Crown Act in its house, and now it's moving to the Senate and might get passed there. And then I also just read a report that said Minnesota is now trying to pass the Crown Act as well. So that is excellent news in the world of hair. Okay, and in other hair news, Diva Curl. You guys have been asking about this for a while. Everybody's been seeing this online. Um, but a lot of people have been saying they had problems with Diva Curl products that caused hair loss and other issues. Well, now there's definitive news on this. On February 12th, three lead plaintiffs filed a class action lawsuit against Diva Curl here in New York, and they're claiming the products caused hair loss and other issues. Uh, Diva Curl claims no safety issues have been found, um, and they even did some additional testing, but obviously they still have a problem. So in an attempt to help to get to the bottom of the issue, they've now created a professional curl care council to help customers who've had issues with their products connect with medical professionals and dermatologists and stylists. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work, but it's clear the company realizes they have an issue on their hands, and we'll see how the uh, class action lawsuit proceeds. 
And last in our beauty headlines, New York Fashion Week wrapped last week. And lots of beautiful looks. I can't tell you how many of them are going to be trends, but if the uh, the frequency of glue used is any indication, I'm going to say it here. In fall 2020, apparently we're all going to be gluing things on our eyes, our nails, our hair, and our body because adornments, to me, were the biggest trend I saw. And if Jess was here, I'm sure she'd weigh in with what she thought the trends were. But sorry, she's just like bringing new life into the world. And that was your beauty news headlines. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never going to get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P.com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara.
Okay, so this segment that has the stupid name Gourmands with Gourmand, whatever. You guys know <laughs> our listeners love fragrance. They know Gourmand fragrances are a newer kind of oh, iteration. Wow. She could smell one already. So uh, Terry Mugler's Angel was like considered the first because it had this cotton candy note to it. And now they're like Orientals that have a lot of like vanilla, caramel, burnt sugar, that kind of thing. I didn't want to like overload your senses, so I actually just picked out three foodie-ish scents. Okay. Are they all different? They're all different. We're going to smell them together. So this is the first one. So this is YSL Black Opium. Whoa, she's she shooketh. I'm shook. I'm shook. <laughs> okay, so what do you think of this? And can you smell anything in there that you could tell me about? Let's see how good your nose is, Miss Chef. <gasps> wow, this is a lot of pressure. No uh, Doesn't fragrance change with your body's skin? Natural <laughs> oils, Jen? How am I supposed to really tell? What's your first impression? Uh, my first impression is that it smells like sugar. It smells like there's okay. like a sugar cookie. It smells like butter and sugar and vanilla. And oh, vanilla. You nailed it. It's actually really known as a lot of vanilla. The uh, top notes are pink pepper and orange blossom. But they flash off real quick on this one. So you get like the middle, which is vanilla. Yeah. Um, coffee, nope. bitter almond licorice. And then at the bottom is vanilla, cedar, and patchouli. But I get. I get exclusively vanilla. Would you wear a fragrance like this? No, I would not. Okay, I feel why like is two on the nose? I feel like I smell like cookies when I bake cookies. I don't need to like. Okay, but if you like a sweet cookie fragrance, why I sell black opium for you? Okay, I'm gonna do the one I think you're gonna like last. So then the next one is this one. Here it is on paper. I didn't bring blotters. Here it is in the vial. And um, this is like bergamot, citrus, tangerine. Okay, but like bergamot heavy. Okay, you know what it is actually? Or grapefruit? Is there grapefruit? You're getting there. You're getting there. This is rhubarb. Randomly. Okay. This is Hermes. Okay. Eau de rhubarb écarlate. P.S. I looked this up. Écarlate is scarlet in French. Oh, I love it. Tree magnifique. So the top note is rhubarb. It's got that like bittery, citrusy thing yeah. green kind of going on. It smells on. like an Aperol spritz. Yeah. There you go. Which is smell- also made with rhubarb. It smells like it. It Sorry. is? There's rhubarb in Aperol? I believe so. I did not know that. So it's rhubarb on the top, then red berries in the middle. So it does have that very fruity thing you were talking about. And then white musk at the end. Do you like it? I do like it. I would not wear it. It's too fruity for me. Too it's, fruity. It smells like a fruity pebble. Or an, let's go with the Aperol Spritz. Okay, it smells like an Aperol Spritz, Spritz which I love to drink, not necessarily want to smell like. P.S. I tried the natural Aperol Spritz that doesn't have the artificial coloring. Yeah, it's not as good. Oh, not as it's good. It's truly not give as me good. The, give me the chemicals. Give me the chemicals across the board. Okay, I'm back with the last scent. I'm spritzing. Have a sniff of that. Mmm. Okay, what do you get? Yeah. I like this one a lot. Wow. Okay. Um, I, first, I'll tell you the name. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay, okay. This is from Atelier Cologne, by I the way. I love it. Dude, I nailed it. I literally picked because two it, that I didn't think you would like, and then I was like, this one reminds me of the way Allison cooks. What, what are you smelling? Because it has like a wetness to it, which mm-hmm. is like a horrible description. That's how you cook with a it's wetness. Wet, I'm a wet cook. No. Um, <laughs> it has citrus for sure, but it's not fruity. It has more of like a slate, like stone scent. That's There's like a mineral citrus to it, and, yeah. Okay, you ready for what's in it? Yeah. First of all, the name of this is Clementine, California. Ah! And I was like, you got citrus and California. Uh, so hello. You're half California. California. Yes. Top notes of mandarin, clementine, and juniper berry, mm. like that gin kind yeah. of. Yeah. And then the middle has basil, pepper, and star anise. I feel like I'm just naming things you love. Yeah. And then the base is sandalwood, you cypress, and You know, I actually don't vinegar. like basil that much. I Really? It's not. Oh, you're like a you're more bitter person. You like dill and parsley and yeah, yeah. What are you always telling me to put on things in mint? 
You throw mint on everything. I'm I like, throw parsley on everything, Jen. Come on. Okay, it's true. It's true. This is nice. I I so I would dabble. It's inspired by the sunshine of California, the I clementines like from Italy, juniper berries. I just was like, this is I love Italy and California and sunny. And I think you even had a book back in the day about lemons. I did. It's called Lemons. She literally wrote a book about lemons. Yeah. So that's maybe your I new love it. That's I feel cologne. so seen by you, Jen. Oh, I see you. you. And that was um, gourmands and citruses and fruits with a gourmand. So as you guys know, we've been asking you to send us voice memos more often with questions. And of course, your raise of wands. You can do that at info at Fat Mascara. So we have a question from Maria. Let's listen. Hey, guys, this is Maria from Raleigh. And I have a question on self-care after listening to your last episode with the women from Forever 35. Okay, so my question is, I feel like with self-care, there are these two sides to it. There's a sheltering aspect to it where you're really showing yourself love and you're taking time for yourself. But there's also this sort of shadowy aspect to the self-care piece where, you know, it's sort of this pursuit of this ideal beauty and it's a privilege to be able to, you know, do these things for ourselves, to have the time and the money. And then there's also the environmental impact of like shipping a bunch of products to your house and, um, you know, all the packaging that goes into that too. So I just wondered if you guys had any advice on how to sort of balance these two ideas where it's like we're not negating the interiority of one idea over the other. So I just would love to hear your thoughts on this. So Maria, deep thoughts from Maria. I get it. She's struggling with something that is like my override. Like this is my feeling at all times is like guilt. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. um, How do you personally take care of that duality of like, I want to take time for myself, but I like have to acknowledge that I'm privileged to be able to take time and I feel guilty when I like indulge myself. What What's your advice for Maria? Yeah. I mean, something that I've been struggling with lately is just the concept of if I don't take care of myself, I am not going to be good to anyone else. So the idea that depriving me myself of doing something that makes me feel good or regenerated or replenished or restored is only going to be a detriment to everyone else and everything else in my life. Like, I won't be a good friend. I won't be a good employee. I My work will suffer. I won't have the energy or desire to do anything kind for anyone because I'll be so, like, you know. And I, I'm the kind of person who really is fulfilled by their work and feels like a lot of self-care in that. So I don't feel like, you know, doing the thing where I'm, like, getting my nails done for an hour, I don't necessarily even think of that as self-care. I think of that as like part of my job because I actually hate going to the nail salon. Yeah. But some people, that is like their idea of heaven. And right. so I think it's also just recalibrating of like what we think of as self-care and if it makes you feel good, um, it doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't necessarily have to even take time. Like helping other people can be your version of self-care. It's funny. You touched on two things that I was going to say to Maria. The first being like the reframe. You're right. Like this isn't just self-care. Once I'm in a good place... I can help my friends, be a better friend, work yeah. harder, do all those things. So think of it as like a refuel, not like an instant. Like, you have to eat food in the same way you have to like nourish your exactly. brain space. Like you, you need this the same way you would need to take a shower. And then the other thing I was thinking about was um, what is the self-care practice she's talking about? Because mm-hmm. uh, for me personally, shipping a bunch of products to my house and using them isn't necessarily self-care. And like you said, honestly, the thing that makes me feel really good is like when I get my ass to volunteer or do something charity, which I do not do nearly enough. But it's funny how recharged I feel Mm -hmm. after that. And if there's guilt that comes environmentally, my other self-care thing is I go for a hike. That's free. 
I mean, I have the privilege to be able to like get into the nature. So there of is course. that. Um, but I see what she's saying because there's a lot of people that don't even have 20 minutes for themselves because they're taking care of kids and working three jobs. Yeah. Um, but because you do have that privilege, I feel like use your power wisely, Maria. Like, yeah. And also just figure out how you can give back and, and mm-hmm. ask yourself, does that make me feel good? And I think it's like if if, you know, you know, a friend who's just had a baby say, hey, I really want to catch up and spend time with you, but I'm going to come over. I'm going to watch your baby. You're going to leave the house and you're going to go do yoga alone or you're going to go get your nails done. or You're going to wander around the grocery store for three hours mindlessly. Whatever you need to do to feel good, I'm going to help you out. Like that's a really great way to spend your time and donating that time to somebody. Because when you do look at people that you feel like, okay, well, I can afford this facial, but like what about somebody else? Or yeah. I can afford the hour and a half it takes for me to go to spin class, but what about somebody else? Maybe donate your time to somebody who you feel like in your life could use that. Yeah. Give the gift of self-care to others. I yeah. think that's really good advice. I hope that helps you, Maria. And thank you for listening to the show. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. So now it's time for the interview. They already know who you are. And love you. Uh, well, you do. Which and is, you're I feel like half the battle. Um, and I think when I said that I was going to interview people, were like, okay, but she's a food person and this is a beauty podcast. I have the same question. But I feel like there's lots of intersection here. So first off, can we talk about recipes? Absolutely. Okay. This is what you do for a living, correct? I do. Yes. I, I make recipe from scratch. I, I make recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I am recipe. <laughs> um, before I ask you about that, like in case nobody knows about this, how did you get into this? You aren't just like, I wrote a book out of nowhere. You know about food, right? I know what I know about food. Um, I worked for many years as a pastry chef in professional kitchens. So I got my start in the restaurant industry and then decided that is a lifestyle that is not sustainable for me. And I didn't want to continue on that path, but I wanted to continue working in food. And so I kind of put feelers out and did a lot of weird, odd jobs and worked with a lot of different types of people until I found my way to a magazine where I learned how to develop recipes, you know, from basic ingredients from scratch, from nothing. You know, instead of referencing other recipes, you kind of make a new thing. Yeah. And you have two books now, right? I do. The first one is called Dining In. Yeah. That came out in 2017. And then my latest one is called Nothing Fancy. And that just came out in October of 2019. Oh, is that your New York Times bestselling cookbook? Um, that's so funny you asked because yes, it is. Nice. Thank you for noticing. Um, so the thing I love about your recipes is they're so cookable. It's like... Which, so like, I will just say, you 
cook them all the time without yes. me even knowing. Like, this is not a performative thing she's saying. She <laughs> she is actually my target demo. You cook a lot. Yes. And I like your millennial patois, oh, by the way. Thank you, Jen. Somebody called her out on Instagram for that. And I was like, preach. I love it all. It and was I, somebody's mother. That was her Instagram. Yeah, mom. Ingrid's mom. I, I, I kind of love I'm Ingrid's gonna mom. I'm going to make shirts with Ingrid's mom on them. Oh, yes. Millennial patois. Yes. Um, so even though you're fun and lovely and whatever, the damn <laughs> recipes come out good over and over again. Yeah, they work. And they I work. have cooked so many recipes from other cookbooks where you're like, this doesn't taste good. You left out maybe 20 ingredients that were supposed to be in Yeah, there. or the times are incorrect or they're not taking into consideration the types of equipment or ingredients you're working with. And part of my objective in creating these recipes is to get you to trust me. And that has taken some time, but I think that I'm like, I'm getting there, you know, and and even people that are like, well, I don't normally like anchovies or I don't normally cook my chicken this way or I don't normally cook fish, but I trust her because everything I do that has her name on it works and I'm happy with, that is my end goal. So it, it takes a bit of time to kind of build up that that repertoire of, of recipes that people can be like, you know what, she hasn't failed me yet. You haven't failed us, Allison. You, you know who fails me, though? People that make DIY beauty recipes. Have you ever tried any of those? So I have tried a couple of these. Okay. In my past. Emphasis on the past. How did it go? Not well. And here, and that's why. And And I mean... That's also part of a bigger conversation where, like, I feel like we just kind of touched on is is I feel like if I can get something that somebody's formulated in a lab yes. that promises something, I'm going to trust that a lot more than, like, an avocado. Yes. It's always an avocado. It's always an avocado. Or, or brown sugar. The only thing that I will say that I do use that I prefer and, and love, especially in the summer, is coconut oil, like, for my hair. Oh, you put on your hair, not mm-hmm. your face. My hair. Good good girl. Yeah. Um, any other foodie ingredients that you like put into beauty products ever? I feel like a lot of girls on Instagram are like always whipping up body scrubs and stuff. And every time I try and make them, I'm like, someone else can do this better. Yeah. I also feel like they're maybe like kidding themselves and that maybe they should just eat a sandwich instead of trying to like put those ingredients onto your body and pretend like that's some form of health. Health? Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's also been a movement, not just these girls that do DIY beauty, that um, are chefs themselves like you or cookbook authors, but they call themselves like the beauty chef or the good skin chef. And they're making recipes because they think the ingredients are making them look better. Question. Mm. Do you think what you eat affects the way you look? I think that I have a very resilient body. I think that because I've been treating my body like a dumpster for the better part of (laughs) 34 years, I have developed like an extreme tolerance. I have a really strong stomach. You know, I I think that I know people whose diet directly affects their skin and I don't have problematic skin. And I think that it more affects how I feel, more affects how my body feels. And I, I notice certain things give me inflammation and that's, you know, either in rosiness in my skin tone or in the way that my body feels. But yeah. I've been pretty fortunate that post high school, I've not had problematic skin that is affected really by what I but eat. But even energy-wise, like, I know sometimes you'll write a recipe for the New York Times where you're just like, ugh, everybody feels gross and heavy right now. And I'm not talking about weight. I'm just talking about, like, you know, when Emotionally you're... Emotionally heavy. Yeah, like, yeah. you're just like, everything's like, bleh, ugh. and I need a good soup or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, give me broth. What, yeah, what are some of the things that you cook when you're like, I just need to feel refreshed, lighten up, get, a, like, a sparkle back in your eye? Like, Honestly, I'm, I am about that broth lifestyle. I keep broth in my freezer all the time so I can kind of turn it into soups. And what I'll do, like if I get back from yoga at, you know, 845 rather than try to eat closer to seven, um, I will make, you know, I'll throw some kimchi and onions and garlic and ginger in a pot and put some broth in and tofu and make like a quick stew. That to me feels like 
what I want to eat when I'm feeling like I need something warm, but I just worked out and I don't want to feel like yeah I'm making like a whole chicken right now, you know? Got it. And so do you think there's anything to that college and business? Like what is it That's involved? what I was going to ask you actually. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it makes sense to me. It's like vitamin C, right? People are putting vitamin C on their face. Yes. But you also take vitamin C orally. Yes. Does that affect your skin? Some people would have you believe that consuming collagen puts collagen in your skin and um, it just doesn't. There's no science there. Right. However, all those good vitamins and minerals that are in broth help your skin produce its own collagen. Right. But like chicken collagen doesn't like go down into your gut, get digested, no. and then appear in your plump little cheeks. Like no. science people. Yeah. I, I The only vitamin that I've taken to that effect is, so I used to be blonde, which we'll get to. Yes, I do have a question about I that. I know. Um, but I, my hair person, mm-hmm. uh, Emily told me, because my hair kept breaking and I needed, like, I was just feeling like my hair wasn't growing because it was cold out and it was so damaged. She's like, try this vitamin. I swear it's the only thing that I've seen work. It's called Nutrafol. Oh, I know it well. It's got good clinicals. Yeah. And, and it worked? I don't know. I'm, I'm on, like, month two. And you're supposed to take it for three months until you see anything change. Oh, But okay. I've always had, like, pretty healthy hair. But I've, bleaching it just kind of destroyed me. And so I was just like, okay, well, let's see. But everything else in it is something that I would take in a vitamin anyway. It was like iron, magnesium, B12. So. Right. They just make you feel good. Um, I'll ask you now, since we're talking about it, you were blonde for how many years, would you say? Like you six. Did- Maybe. Okay. So when I met you, full disclosure, Allison is best friends with my husband. That's how we met. (laughs) Um, I was like, oh, it's Allison Roman from the Instagram and she's blonde. And Mm -hmm. I just always knew you as a blonde. Um, What made you dye your naturally brown hair blonde and now you're back to brown and why? I think the first one was more closely related to like the kind of thing that you do when you're like, I'm getting bangs. You know, like (laughs) I needed a change. I I think I it was post a breakup and then post like the ending of some other sexual dalliance that I was involved in and was like, you know what? Let's see. What's it going to look like? And I did it on New Year's Eve. Oh, this this is all a recipe for disaster, by the way. Oh, yeah. I would not recommend this to anybody. I did it on New Year's Eve at my best friend's house by her younger sister at home. Is this Katie? Yeah. Katie's little sister dyed your hair like blonde blonde? Yeah, bleached the hell out of it. Oh, you went like double process. Like you. She just put, like, basically bleached my hair. Oh. It was horrible. It was like yellow and like gross, but I was like, I'm blonde. (laughs) And I, and at first I was like, I don't know if I can pull this off. And after about 24 hours, I was obsessed. And then when I came back to New York, I went and saw another hair person who I'd been seeing for cut. And she's like, let's, let's tone it. Let's do some stuff to it. Let's make this work. (laughs) Was she appalled? I think secretly she was appalled. Um, and for like a home dye job, it wasn't the worst, but it was definitely like a home dye job. Yeah. But so, I was so enthused. to, be, And my hair was also really long. So I, I basically had to chop it off, get it toned. I had to do some stuff. OK, so she fixed. I was on a journey. Yes. I was on a journey. Who took you on this journey? Uh, her name's Robbie. OK, thanks, she's Robbie. Great, she, she lives in Portland now. She does hair there. She's great. Look for Robbie. Yeah. She will take you on a journey. She's really special. So then you had six years as a blonde. Yeah. And I think in that process, I I never was double process. I was like, bylage, highlight, you know, and on this eternal quest to have like a Rudy look with a fade to blonde. Yes. Like, oh, I just, well, yeah, yeah like, no oh, deal. my hair just is naturally a it, completely different color uh-huh. in most of it. It grows at the roots darker somehow. And, I don't then, know. It, and then it just turns blonde. It's amazing. Yeah, isn't that wild? Because um, you're surfing all the time, right? Well, I do love the water. <laughs> I am a bit of a water dog. Yeah. Um, but she, 
she – I feel like we were in this eternal quest to, like, not have it be streaky, but look natural, but, like, fade and whatever. And I think that anyone else who's been blonde that isn't naturally blonde, you're kind of always on this journey to be the perfect blonde yeah. or a different blonde. Yes. And so I found that to be a struggle for me. Um, and most of the time I was really happy with it and I felt great. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened, but one day – well, I mean, part of the reason was my hair – was becoming really brittle and dry and yeah. not healthy looking. Yeah. And I could just tell. The coconut oil was not helping No, anymore. and unless I was getting professional blowouts, I felt like my hair looked like shit. Um, and one day, I I think I was gone for a while and was in between, you know, hair appointments and went to my person, Emily, in New York and was like, what if we just went brown? Because I was about to either go like white blonde, like Let's do it. Like, let's like, go. It's like, gonna be damaged. Silver, let's just go blonde. with that look. Yeah. Like, let's um, do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Or let's go brown. And after talking to a lot of people, everyone's like, well, everybody's going icy blonde right now. Why don't you go brown? Such a contrarian. And I was like, okay. And I kind of like that for what's me. What's Emily's last name? Um, Emily. Or where does she work? She works at Sweet Caroline. Okay. Just um, her Instagram her handle is Emily B. Because she will take you on a Hulk. brown journey. So you went, so you went brunette um, and yes. here you are. And you've been doing a lot more video, I've noticed. So uh -huh. at the New York Times, they love to throw you on a little video. Yeah, love the camera. And um, you do, you're so good on camera. I oh, love thanks. it. But I need help. So now's where you help me in this part okay, of the interview. Great. I get real weird when I need to be on camera or be photographed or be on video. How do you prep yourself both mentally and also physically for camera stuff? Mentally, I don't really do anything because I'm literally just cooking and they're filming it. And I'm talking to the two people that are filming me and the one sound person. And it's like we're having a conversation. It's it's a very low lift. I have zero anxiety. It's not in front of people. Like, they edit it really well. Like, you know, we it's like a one shot, one take thing. I cook through the thing and they, they do a great job. But, when, but like if you're doing a I photo comfortable with them. for your cookbook where yeah. you have to like, I'm Allison at the farmer's market. I try not to do that. I okay. try not to, in any of the photos that are taken of me, either for the book or the column, I hate posing and I'm not good okay. at it. And so I real once I realize that I'm not good at posing, I kind of decline to do that. Oh, you'll just be like, I'm going to do my thing if you can get a photo. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, would you ever like hold the bag and like walk back? I'm like, nope, I would never do that. <laughs> when a photographer or creative director says, would you ever, what they're saying is we want you to. And I say no, because it feels unnatural. They're like, would you ever just like sit on your counter with like a knife? I'm like, nope, I would literally <laughs> never do that. I wouldn't do it now and I'm not going to do it before. And I or don't appreciate your passivity. And thank, no, thank you. you. <laughs> um, I just learned to be more direct with what I was comfortable in doing. And you know what's funny with you and I noticed when taking pictures of you yeah, oh and God. I think what you struggle with. Tell me. Is that you're trying to do too much. You're trying, you're trying to be animated and actionable when like, but you, and you, you are so nervous with just like. I can't sit still. I just tried to take a picture of you sitting here, and you were, like, doing yoga poses. <laughs> and I'm like, Jen, just sit still so I can get a regular picture this of your face. This is a constant struggle in my life. I can't Which means you'd be great on video because you're so stunning and so vibrant that it would translate really well to video. Oh, I love you. You wouldn't have to do anything differently. But I literally can't even sit to watch television for more than five oh, minutes. Oh, I know. That's why we know and love you. I need to be cleaning or doing a thing or moving around. I'm just very movable. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the look when you're on TV. Do you do your own makeup? up for all these videos and things 
Yeah, that's like being generous. I My beauty routine is <laughs> LOL. Uh, everybody who listens to this podcast will be aghast to know that you I— You love a red lip. Come of on. Of course I love a yeah, red lip. I love yeah. a red lip. I love a red nail. But beyond that, like my makeup routine and my like— I just got into skincare. I, I have you to thank and largely— for that. Oh, please. You hadn't inspired the, me. I saw you on Into the Gloss before we were friends. Yeah, they were. I was like, I washed my face with like Dawn dish detergent. No, you were. No, I know. But like, like well, let's talk about, okay, so prepping wise, if you're, whether you're going to be on camera or not, like, what do you like to do to your skin? I mean, my skin routine doesn't really change whether or not I'm on camera. Okay. I, nor, nor does my makeup. Like, and what I don't, do you do? Um, I am a, I have this, I was going to tell you about it because I really love it. Tell me. This face cleanser oil. That is now the only thing that I use. It's called Deep Cleansing Oil, DHC. DHC. Yeah. I know it well. I love this product. It's And it's got a nice, it looks good on a camera. It does. I have very dry skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of like excess skin. Like every time I get a facial, they're like, I have like extra skin. They're like, it's not that your skin is so dry. It's that you just have a lot of skin. Like like it's like so build much up. keratin. It's all that broth you're eating, maybe. <laughs> so much collagen. Um, well, I'm so I've recently then switched to like a P50 exfoliant or exfoliating. See, now with this exfoliate. This oh, exfoliate's great. Love exfoliate. And now it makes sense why you can handle those. Uh, Jess and I call that rhino skin. Oh, I love it. Like I it goes along it. with your sturdy stomach. Yeah, like I'm a strong woman. Okay, so this makes sense then why you can handle P50 exfoliate because you got all that skin on there. I forget who explained it to me or where I read it, but it dawned on me that it didn't matter how much moisturizer I was putting on my face because it wasn't in able there. to penetrate anything. So now that I exfoliate, I can use pretty much like a regular moisturizer because it's not that my skin is that dry. It's just that I have a lot of... DHC uh, cleansing oil, then exfoliate, and then you put in the moisture. Mm-hmm. I do a retinol at night. Oh, good girl. Thank you. Yeah. Um, And then a hyaluronic serum and a moisturizer at night. Okay, so skin so skincare is your thing more than like I'm gonna throw on foundation and do yeah, some contour. I, I feel very lucky that all I have to do for makeup, I I have a very basic routine. It's moisturizer, it's BB cream. Ooh, it's what's your BB cream of choice? Bare minerals. Oh nice. Yeah. I love it. It has SPF, it's really sheer. It never looks like I'm wearing makeup. I feel um, like they just reformulated, though, and they were a little bit different now. Have oh, you bought it in a while? No. Okay. All my makeup's a million years old. Um, I'll wear concealer if I feel like I need it, like if I, like, was bad girl the night before. What? Okay. Naughty. Um, I, I love a eyebrow. I love, like, a boy brow. Do you um, use the Glossier boy I brow? Do. Yeah. Okay. I also had been, like, flirting with a pencil, uh-huh. but I found it to be too much work. Like, I'm like, I need to just Oops. brush it in. Yeah. Mascara. Recently discovered eyelash curlers. Oh, that's like a new thing for you? Yeah. Jen, I'm telling you, I no one taught me how to be You're a woman. You're very dexterous. Is that the, how you say that word? Like, you sure. can chop a shallot for like eight hours. Yeah, but I'm uh, like... Eyelash curlers, like, I yeah. feel like you'd be good at it. I am good at it of now. Of course you are. Because I now use it, and it makes such a difference. Yeah. But yeah, other than that... No, lip, that's, that's no, no. We have to talk about the nails. Oh, so yeah. your nails have quite a following on the gram. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> they are. They're all over <laughs> your book. Um, and you're just known for having like the shortish reddish orange nail always. Mm-hmm. When did that start? I can't imagine you're working in like, are you allowed to wear nail polish when you work in a kitchen? No. Right? Like they, I always see chefs. I also didn't paint my nails anyway. So it wasn't like I was deprived. Okay. It just didn't occur to me because I didn't do it anyway. And then when did this whole habit start? Like five years ago, maybe? Okay. Five or six years ago. And do you get gels or do you do manicures? I get gel now because I wash my hands so frequently with cooking. And I also just, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm a hard wearer. Like, I feel like my shoes, my clothes, my nails, like, I feel like wear hard. Yes. Is, is that a thing? It goes with hard. your rhino skin and so Yeah, I'm just a tough bra. Yeah, you, know? you are. Um, so in an effort 
to not have to go to the nail salon multiple times a week, I go once every two or three weeks. And get the gels. Yeah. Do you know what gel they use or you just like give This it is to C&D, them? which I found to be Shellac. the best. Yeah. I was going to talk about this on the show. I think it it's is, the best one. Because it comes off much more comes easily. comes off so it doesn't what? damage my nails. So I've actually called the company to find out, like, what's the story because oh, really? it felt so different. Apparently, when the bond forms, it has these little, t- uh, like, tunnels in it. Mm. So it's not a solid. Even though it looks solid, it's much more porous. So when you put the acetone on to soak it off, it gets right down to the yeah. nail bed. You know it's how, like, they don't even have to file? It's fucking shiny. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's it's really shiny. And it lasts a really long time. I've Because ex- at the place that I go, they have SE, they have OPI, they have C&D, and they have memory. What's your nail shop of choice? It's called Santorini. Is that in? It's Carol- on my neighborhood. It's in uh, Borum Hill, Cobble Hill area. I feel like that could be the name for that color too. Santorini. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's, like it's a- very. I think that SE Clambake is is the proxy. If you're looking for people, are always like, "What's the color?" Which is so funny to me because like just look at it and then pick one. No, that people want to know like that. It. This is my world, girl. People want to know the shade. Well, because this isn't. Exactly, clam bake. No, but it's a similar corally red. It's a clam bake proxy. Geraniums like that yeah. too. Geraniums a bit pinker. Clam bake's a bit more orange. Oh, see, now you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, There's like nuance to right. it, and I choose both sometimes. And sometimes I'm a big apple red. You know, I think it depends. I don't ever wear one color consistently, but I am more of a fan of an orange. You hear red. that, people? So that's not the same red in every photo. No, it's not. There's that's why you would say what's your it. yeah. It's it's nuance depending on time of day. It's like, do you, are you the kind of person who drinks the same coffee every day? I mean, if I if I was rich, I would be drinking La Colombe every day. But like style of coffee, are you like, oh, you know what's funny? No, because yeah. I, this morning I French pressed. Yeah. Yesterday I did the mocha. That's what I'm saying. When I'm at your house, we get the Chemex, yeah, Chemex. or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm in a rush, I get a Keurig. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes right. I get a ice black. Sometimes I get a hot with a splash of Half this half? is why we're friends. We're not creatures of habit. No, we're definitely not. And we're tough broads. And well, and that's what makes beauty so challenging for me is that I'm not a creature of habit. It yes. makes it's very hard for me to establish routine. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, does this product work? Like, how long do you have to use a product before you know if it works? And will I ever know? Because I'm days. so inconsistent. 30 days? <laughs> I mean for skincare, yeah. Okay. You want to go through like one cycle of your of your face shedding off. Oh, that's right, because you have new skin. Yeah. Or new people every 30 days. Yeah, I love that. Wow, that is really empowering. That's actually true. And don't they say every seven years, I've heard this. Yeah, your your cells are different. There's all new cells. beautiful concept. It is. Rebirth. Oh, I kind of want to end on that, but we always do this lightning round at the end of the interview, which is uh, just questions that just mean a lot to Jess and I. Great. So you're going to do it. Don't think too hard. I'm not. I don't. First beauty product you remember falling in love with or just like the first grooming product where you were like, yes. It's Petite Nate. It's got to be. I used to take bubble bath. I was a bubble bath lover then and I'm a bubble bath lover now. Oh, nice. Huge into baths. Okay. Yeah. Um, Next question. How do you... Like, relax. I hate saying self-care, but, like, what's your thing when you've just been giving, giving, giving to everybody else and you just need to, like, chill? Baths. A bath. That's going to be my answer for every question is baths. No. Um, I love <laughs> going to, like, <laughs> I love going to the Russian baths um, oh. or, like, the Korean spa or anything that involves, like, a sauna, a schwitz, a sweat, a steam, and, like, yes. sitting and then repeating. I love that ritual. I feel so healthy and sexy afterwards yes. that I – and if I can squeeze in, like, a full body scrub at either of those things, I will emerge feeling like a new woman. Okay. Next question. Uh, favorite ice cream? Mint chip, hands down, every time. Oh, that is just Matlin's specifically favorite. specifically from, like, a 
Which color? Here's where we get green. To- yes, thank Neon, you. Neon, bright, obnoxious, unnatural green. Jess, you hear that? Yeah, it's for you, Jess. It's got to have like flecks of chocolate, not chunks. Correct. I don't want chips. I want flecks. I Is- want Baskin Robbins. I want thrifties. If you, if y'all know, if y'all are from California, thrifties, thrifties. Oh, thrifties. Okay, yeah. mint chip. Rite Aid bought thrifties, so they they don't really quite exist anymore, but. Thrifties was like a Rite Aid, and they had an ice cream counter. You can get one scoop for 99 cents. Nice. Um, okay, what song pumps you up? I, is it, like, so dumb for me to say, like, Rihanna? Of course not. Because I feel I feel like she really does it for me lately. I was on a I was on vacation recently, and we, like, rented a tiny boat yes. for the day, and they had a Bluetooth speaker, and we listened to the entire anti-album, and I was just like, damn— I could drive this boat right now. I know. And I heard she has an album that she's just not giving us. I love that for her. Yeah. yeah. Do make, what you make want, us, Riri. Make us wait. Make us work for it. Okay. And then the last question we always ask is, what do you want to raise a wand to? But I'm going to pause here because we'll do that together at the end. Okay, great. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Time to raise a wand, and I have a special wand raiser who is looking through her bag. <laughs> what do you have in there? Well, I keep all my stuff in here because it's. I'm like the kind of person who, once Look, I if I leave the house for the day, I have to assume that I may never come back. Like water, chargers. Oh yeah, eight lipsticks, snacks, lotions. Just in case. Yeah, um, I'll go first while you're looking for whatever's in there that you want to raise a wand to. Um, I'm going to raise a wand to a forty dollar shower gel. <laughs> You would. <laughs> she you absolutely snorted would. at me. Listen, this shit is amazing. It's eccentric molecules. It's this fancy fragrance brand, and they make shower gel. And number oh four, I can't even tell you what this does to your shower. So you squirt it. You only need a little bit. Um, by the way, Mr. Eric Sullivan is obsessed with it too. Oh. And this is a man who you like have to work to get to shower. Like, please go take a shower. <laughs> um, As a person who at one point occupied the same shower with, like, not in the same time, but yes. in the same apartment, I can attest to that. It was like full of half used bottles of like whatever the hell. I remember when he was like single and I would go over his house it and was I was so gross over there. Oh. What were we doing? I don't know. We were younger. You made it. I didn't. We didn't. I didn't make it. You made it. I made what? I made it to be- no, like out of that because I was oh, dating. And- I was dating Jen's room. Or I was dating Jen's husband's roommate. Yes, so it was sort of like yeah. Not, oh, Rivington. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, loves this uh, body wash, and so do I because it smells like. Okay, here's how I'm going to describe it: grapefruit lightning. Wow. it's got, like, this metallicness to it that just wakes you up like a zing. You know, like, m- grapefruit sometimes has that, like, it's even zestier than any other citrus. Yeah. Let me see this packaging. See? Now you want it. Wow. This is like a If you find $40 on the sidewalk, a decooning, an art, it's artistic. Yes. Um, you find 40 bucks. It is like a little, it's like a little Euro trash, this label. Jen. He's German. The guy that makes it. Okay. He's, like, this famous perfumer. It's so cheesy. It looks like it should be in the club in the 1990s. Yeah. It smells divine. Okay. What are you raising a wand to? It, mine's boring and stupid. Uh, we know this about women. We are not supposed to start a, a sentence oh, right, like okay. that. Mine is cool and wonderful. Thank you. Go uh, ahead. Mine is is just like a simple 
my my like new go to like chapstick, which is is fresh the brand? I don't I'm yes, so bad. Yes, she is holding a fresh tinted <laughs> sugar lip balm. Yeah. Here's the thing, there's like 12 colors of these. Yes, so this one is uh orchid orchid or, 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 orchid. <laughs> Oh, we're going to edit that out. Uh, Orchidi. <laughs> Orchidi. It's uh, a beige. <laughs> it's a beige color. This no, one it's not. It's orchid. Orchid. And um, uh, what color is that? Why do you like it? It's what I'm wearing right now. And the reason I like it is because, A, it's super, super, super hydrating. And we're in the middle of winter right now. And I cannot get enough of chapstick. And I know before when I said that the first beauty product that I fell in love with was Petite Nate, yeah. it was probably actually chapstick brand chapstick. Oh, cherry basic. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm changing my answer retroactively. But... I have been obsessed with chapstick my entire life, and I find that the most hydrating ones have no color, and I am left wanting, and this to me is the first thing that gives me actually, like, pretty intense color. I would say this is more than a tinted lip balm. This is, like, yeah, borderline lipstick, but it's hydrating like a in a way. Yeah, of. but it's not chalky. It doesn't get that weird. You know when you eat and, like, lipstick— Corners. Yeah, like mm. it stays on the outside of your mouth, but not on the inside, and you look a little crazy. Mm-hmm. This doesn't do that, and I can throw it on, and I don't, it's become kind of like my best friend. And people are like, "What is that lipstick?" I'm like, "Oh, it's it's actually tinted lip balm." And there's also SPF in it, and I don't know, it's just super silky, and I can't get enough of it. Raise a wand, raising that like, wand, baby. You did a good job. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Our show is produced by Atwill Media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fat Mascara. Go to fatmascara.com to get a link to our private Facebook group and hit us up. If you have a beauty question, you can send it to us at info at fatmascara.com. We'd love if you send us a voice memo. We also want to hear your razor wands. Send those to the same address, info at fatmascara.com. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just throw us some stars.